Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams. I got lost in the light, but it was up to me to make a name the world remembers. But Jesus is the only name to remember. And I gentlemen hello 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 and welcome to episode 18 we already already 18 shows into rise up i cannot tell you how incredibly excited i am encouraged inspired uh, to do this show every day uh, rise up to me is a whole nother uh, a whole nother journey 
outside of Live from America, and it allows me to spend more time uh, talking about the Lord, talking about you know the way um, our society has crumbled uh, and decayed and is dying, and the way our culture is this, is following suit the same way. So uh, it's really nice to be able to. Uh, we've got uh, Lila Marie said, I haven't listened or watched LFA in so long. Well, thank you, Lila. This is a new show uh, in the morning called Rise Up. It is a non-political show unless we're talking about the politics of, uh, you know, of the way that you know, society and, and culture sees the gospel. And this show is entirely based around my morning devotional. Where I go to get my morning word outside of, you know, obviously the Bible, but to take you through the different books that I read and go through in the mornings to get me closer to God. That's what this show is all about. We rise up in the morning. We rise up with our rise up coffee. We rise up against tyranny. We rise up against evil. We rise on the third day. It's all about rising up, ladies and gentlemen. And I thank you very much for joining in on this show. Uh, I'm getting a lot of emails, a lot of messages saying that the way we start to show out with gospel music really changes the whole thing. And I, I agree. We didn't start out doing that. And I think we added that in episode two, maybe episode three. And uh, it's something that we're going to continue doing because uh, when we sing to the Lord, um, it's different than any other genre of music. It's not, even if you're doing uh, rock, it's Christian rock, Christian rap, Christian country music. You know what I mean? And the reason why we put the Christian in front of it and don't just call it rock or rap is because something different happens to you when you hear the gospel, when you hear music that's dedicated to the Lord and people that are singing that music to the Lord. It's very different. It sends, a, uh, it sends a thrill up your leg like Chris Matthews when he hears Obama. You know what I mean? Patriot Johnson is in the building and says, this is my church. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is all about you. This is all about spreading the gospel. So let's go to the Rumble Rants right now, or I should say the Rumble Chat, where we do the Rumble Rants, and let's say hello. Jeremy has his rose-colored glasses on well thank you very much uh, actually these i don't know what color the lens are of these things uh love the music uh we all need the morning word yes we do thank you very much annette is in the building she says it's worshiping amen terry is here uh hope to see all later today have a blessed day Kristen donovan is in the building majorva is here llb 58 two doxy mom is here faith comes by hearing yes it does Rise up and shout out victory. It's yours and mine today, Shelly Rose says. AMB says, great music. I never heard this song before. Well, I have a feeling you'll be listening to it now. My grandson has strep. His daughter has COVID. I got two more prayer requests last night. Well, let's pray for your grandson. Let's pray for your daughter, uh, granddaughter. Um, let's pray for uh, all those who are uh, experiencing uh, health issues right now. It's definitely uh, what happens when you mask up and, and don't allow your immune systems to be strong for two and a half years. This is what our government has done to us. Uh, has anyone heard of Irv Musta? He was a wonderful singer who loved Jesus. He sang rise up and shout the victory. No, I haven't, but I'll definitely check it out. Good morning, Car uh, Carol and Al Morris. How you doing? 
I'm Jewish, but I watch, says Kayla. Well, that's wonderful. Jesus was Jewish as well, so we have very close ties to one another. I will ask all of you to do me the ever so humble and kind, compassionate favor of sharing this video. It is time to bring people to church, ladies and gentlemen, and we've got to get out this gospel the only way that we know how, and that is by sharing, sharing, sharing. Also, if you're just joining in, please rumble this video. We want to see a 1,000 people watching. I don't think we've seen a 1,000 here on Rise Up before, so we want a 1,000 people watching. The only way we can do that is with your help. I've done all I can do, and it's time for, for me to do the show, so we need a 1,000 people and we need 500 rumbles. That is our goal today, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer, and then we'll get to our first book, our first devotion uh, book of the day, which is One Minute Prayers for Dads. So, if you would all bow your heads, here we go. Lord and Heavenly Father, what a wonderful blessing it is to be able to sing songs of worship to you in the morning. God, you gave us the ability and the skill set to be able to create music. And creating music for you, Lord, is unlike anything else in the world. It is the ultimate worship. And you love hearing songs of worship uh, praising your name. And we love to do it, Lord. So we thank you for the ability to have... Um, the communication of music. Because we know that music is a language that all 7 billion people on this planet speak. We may not speak the same language in communication, but everybody speaks music. And it is one, it is one common thread that we all have. And Lord, we thank you for that. We thank you for the show. We ask you to bless the podca this podcast. We ask you to bless this network. We ask you to bless uh, this podcast with, with names and faces and ears that we've never had before. And we ask that they share this uh, podcast out and share the gospel as well. Lord, we are the light of the world. The word and the gospel is the light that the world needs. Let us be a lighthouse for those in darkness. And please, Lord, bless those that are falling to sickness. Bless those that are weak because of illness that's going around. Bless those that are less fortunate with finances so that you may bring them through another season and to another season. We thank you and we pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. There's nothing like it, is there, folks? There's nothing like waking up and praying, and there is nothing like waking up and worshiping in song. Nothing like it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. One minute prayer for dads. If you're joining in for the first time, this is our first book that we get to every day. This book is a wonderful book for fathers and fathers are trying to be like their father in heaven. This is probably the best book I've ever read, a daily book that I've ever read. My mother gave me this book after uh, we found our way to the Lord and found that narrow path and I've never, ever, ever looked back uh, since. So, one-minute prayer for dads. And like I say, this is always a good book for moms as well. And uh, today we're going to be reading uh, from Colossians 3.2. And this is titled in this morning devotional book, Kingdom Wisdom. Kingdom Wisdom. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are here on earth. 
How many of you, and I'm guilty of it too, especially when we're doing the news every day. How many of you get distracted and focus on things here on earth rather than focusing on things that are above? I want to welcome Pause one who's watching on Roku. Thank you very much, and thank you for rumbling here on Rumble as well. How many times do we set our minds on the things here on this earth every day and not on what is above? Now, there is a way to train your mind to do this. You can keep your mind on things above and keep your mind on things here on earth because they obviously need your attention. You can't just sit there like this all day and expect to get things done. But what what this is talking about is including Jesus in your earthly thoughts, including God and the Gospels in your earthly uh, preparation, your earthly daily activities. It's not about just focusing on one thing or the other. It's about focusing on both at once. That's the key. And you can train your mind to do this. A dad with a heavenly mindset will be more effective here on earth. There you go. You can't be effective if you're not doing anything. It's about connecting the two. Why? Because he has his priorities in order. When you know what really matters, what really comes first, all the rest falls into place on its own. So stay focused on things above and on doing God's will here on earth and success will be yours. Thank you for sharing, Tim and Gina. We appreciate you so very much. Success will be yours. Again, folks, you marry the two. Just like Jesus is married to the church and you are married to your wife and you become one flesh, your daily activities need to be married to having your mindset on God and Jesus first. And then they will accompany throughout your day and help bring all your earthly things into perspective. You see what I'm saying? It truly is amazing. Now, let's go to the prayer that's below this. It says, Lord, some days it's hard not to be concerned with the things that are here on earth. Yet you call me as a man and as a dad to something greater, something higher. You call me to be a part of your kingdom. Even while I live out this earthly life, as I seek your first Uh, First, your kingdom, I'll find things on earth strangely dim. And as an old hymn puts it, I'll also find, as is revealed in Matthew 6.33, that if I seek your kingdom first, all my earthly needs, food, drink, clothing will be added to me. Father, your kingdom has first place in my life. Your kingdom informs the way I parent my kids. And thank you for kingdom wisdom as a dad. Now, when we say the Lord's prayer every single day, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So when Jesus was born 2000 some odd years ago, when Jesus was born, kingdom of heaven came to earth. And if you want to know how to live on earth as we should in heaven, like the Lord's Prayer says, then all you have to do is live like Jesus. Because Jesus is the fleshly embodiment of God, our creator. 
And that is kingdom of heaven coming to earth. So a lot of people go, well, how are we supposed to know how to live in the kingdom of heaven like here on earth? How are we supposed to live like uh, here on earth like we're going to in the kingdom of heaven? We know how. The blueprint was laid out for us. The instructions are there. The bar was set. The rules were given. The process is in place. It's to live like Jesus. And the only way to live like Jesus is to know Jesus. And the only way to know Jesus is to know the Gospels. And the only way to know the Gospels is to read your Bible. Do not let somebody else tell you this stuff. Do not let me tell you this stuff and have you believe this stuff. Have me tell you this stuff and then go and seek the answers yourself in the Bible. For it is not me who is giving you the word of God. I am a conduit. The word of God is coming straight from God through these, through me, through this little digital process that we have set up here, through that camera that we're looking at each other in right now, through your TVs or your screens, whatever it is you're watching on, into your ears, into your Holy Spirit. That is all this is. That's all a pastor does. It's all a priest does. It's all a minister does. It is up to you to go and seek and you will find. The only thing I can do is lead a horse to water. It's up to you to drink. So drink that living water today. Not coming from me, but coming from God. Spend time in his word, said Cindy Lou Who. That is exactly what we should be doing. Again, if you want to know what it's like to live (laughs) here on earth the same way we're supposed to live in heaven... Just follow Jesus. That's it. Uh, Tim and Gina said this. Let's pull that up real quick. The Apostle Paul shows us how to live as Christians. Philippians 3.17. Brethren, be followers together of me and mark them which walk so as ye have us for an example. Amen. I want to thank the $10 from Majorva 27 for the Eli train. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. As you all know, Eli, uh, his entire salary is off your Rumble rant. So if we don't get Rumble rants that day, that goes against what we can pay him. And uh, let's thank the good Lord in heaven that he's here willing to work with that understanding. And thank you all for your kindness. Now let's move on. The next book we're going to read is Heaven, 90 Devotions from Our Daily Bread. Now I retired two books about three weeks, well, maybe not, about two weeks ago, I should say, and I brought this book in. And I will continue to do that as we go through books. I'll bring in more devotional books. And again, you want to know what a devotional book is, folks, for all those people out there who say, you shouldn't be reading anything but the Bible. This is that bring the horse to water moment that I have every morning. This brings me to the water. The water, the living water is the Bible. And that is where I drink. So, I noticed they've aged quickly. I'm wondering what T. Mitchell is talking about, uh, but I'm just reading the, the comment sections here. All right, let's move on. Yesterday, we read from belonging, right? Now we're going to read from as it is in heaven, since we're talking about this. Now, one thing that I forgot to do, folks, was tell you what the morning title of the show was, just in case you missed it. It is Be a Lighthouse for Those in the Darkness. That is what this whole show is going to be surrounded, uh, under, uh, basically the, under that umbrella. Be a lighthouse for those in the darkness. As it is in heaven, we're going to read from Ephesians 
which says, at the right time, he will bring everything together under the authority of Christ, everything in heaven and on earth. What does that tell you just by reading that verse? At the right time, he will bring everything together. That means that everything is on the Lord's time, folks. Everything. The Supreme Court decisions, what happens in your family, what happens in your schools, what happens at your job, what happens at the store, all of it. Thank you, T. Mitchell, for clarifying. I appreciate you. All of it happens on God's time. He will bring everything together under the authority of Christ. That's not just talking about the rapture. That's not just talking about the end times. That's talking about every second, every minute, every hour of every day. In the Lord's Prayer, Jesus encouraged his followers to pray for God's kingdom to come and his will be done. Again, folks, I did not read this prior to this show. I used to. I don't do that anymore. I read this for the first time right along with you. We just got done talking about on earth as it is in heaven, and now we're reading from as it is in heaven. If that is not proof that God is guiding this show, I don't know what is. On earth as it is in heaven, Matthew 6.10. Not surprisingly, the four gospels are loaded with stories of heaven and earth coming together in and around Jesus. Right from the start, heaven and earth converged in Christ's divine conception. The overlap, they, they overlapped when angels appeared to Mary and Joseph to explain her inexplicable pregnancy. It happened again as God sent angels from heaven to announce Jesus' birth to the shepherds in the fields. Heaven and earth continued to join together at Jesus' baptism when a voice from heaven boomed, You are my son whom I love. Mark 1.11 And I strongly encourage you guys to have your Bibles with you during Rise Up, because we point to a lot of verses, okay? God's world and our world intersected every time Jesus forgave sins and healed diseases. When the dead were raised to life, when stormy seas were calmed, and when thousands of hungry people were fed. For those who have eyes to see, something radically new happened in and through Jesus' coming. He was announced that people... From all backgrounds are included, and every dimension of creation is touched when God's long-awaited kingdom comes on earth as it is in heaven. I swear to you folks, I did not read this book before we started the show today. And as I'm reading this, I am understanding. God is speaking to me saying, my son, I am with you. Emmanuel, God with you. I'm here. I feel God with me every single day. This show brought me so much closer to God. This 9 o'clock hour opening up for me to be able to do this show brought me so much closer to God, and I am realizing it in real time every day with you guys. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I'm having a revelation every single second I read something as I say, wow, all of this was put together before I even put the verse of the day up today. Unbelievable. This is what Jesus ignited in his birth and ministry, established through his death and resurrection, and will one day complete when he returns. And if you want to know how we should pray, well, Jesus tells you in Matthew 6, 
9 through 11, and we do it every day, twice a day, right here on LFA TV. Let's go to the uh, Rumble chat real quick. Here we go. I want to go to church, but I can't sit long due to my hip recovery. And I got word yesterday that I need to see an orthopedic uh, waiting on home health approval. Very sorry to hear that. And I'm glad that this can be a church for you in that time of need. Shelly says my Down Down Syndrome sister, Pammy, loved to sing the B-I-B-L-E. Yet, uh, yes, that's the book for me. Miss her so much. My, My daughter sings that song, actually. So that's incredible. Thank you for sharing that. Dad and I both the other day heard God say that everything will be okay, said Lovebug. Oh, yes, for sure. Everything will be okay. Jeremy, the rapture is not the end times. Yes, I know that. The rapture could occur today or any moment before the second coming. I'm aware of that, Michael. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Not healthy, Shane. Still need to fuel my body, says MD Norton. Well, we'll be praying. And uh, by the way, Field of Greens helps fuel the body really well. I will say that. And then planted by water says, well, when Jesus was baptized, you think that he needed to be reminded that he is God's son. There is times in my life, but I need a little confirmation from God. Just wondering. No, uh, I mean, I don't, God, Jesus was God. I don't think Jesus ever needed reassuring, uh, reassurance, uh, any kind of reassurance that he was God's son. I don't think he ever needed that. Of course, I could be wrong, but I, I very much doubt that. Jesus, his faith was so strong that I don't think he could ever needed to be reminded You know, you know, Jeremy, I get revelations too. I pray all the time when I see you, God gives me confirmation all the time. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I very much do. And uh, Kitten says, amen. Basic instructions before leaving earth. Yes, that is the acronym of the Bible. Folks, we have 830 people watching here today. God bless each and every one of you. Thank you for joining in. If you're just joining, Please like this video, rumble the video, that's called, that's, that's a like, rumble this video right now, and also, ladies and gentlemen, please share this video as we get into one year with Jesus in the Gospels. Hey, Eli, are we on that front page? That's, I'm wondering if that's why the numbers jumped up so high. If we are on the front page of rumble, thank you for everybody who's joining in. This is a t- an entire devotional show. Where are we at, Eli? Under live. All right, for all those who are just joining in because you saw us under the live section of Rumble, I appreciate you joining in. Thank you very much. Uh, The rest of the shows today on this network are all political, uh, but this show in the morning, we start uh, start off every day talking about uh, the gospel, talking about the Bible, and how that uh, applies to our social and cultural lives here in America every single day and on earth. So thank you for joining in, and again, please rumble. Now we're going to go and read from Mark 1616. And the, this is called water baptism is an act. Oh, no, we read that yesterday. My bad. We're moving on. Use your delegated authority, Mark 16, 18. I'm sorry. Use your delegated authority. Mark 16, 18 says, They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on a stick, and they shall recover. Now, we actually read, this was part of the verse of the day two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, that exact verse was our verse of the day. So I'm wondering, as we read this now, how God is using this verse that we used two weeks ago to fall into the title of today's show, Be a Lighthouse for Those in Darkness. Let's go ahead and read. 
This either speaks literally of supernatural protection if we pick up a snake or symbolically of protection in our fight against the devil. Since the other four signs in this list are literal, it is most probable that this means physically taking up snakes. The Apostle Paul experienced this supernatural protection from a viper when he was shipwrecked on the island of Melita. Now, I want to stop right there because, again, I'm reading this in real time with you. Shipwrecked on an island, figuring out that he had the power of protection. Title of today's show is Be a Lighthouse for Those in the Darkness. If you're in the darkness and you need a lighthouse, where are you? On the sea. This is what God had intended. It's amazing. It's amazing. However, this is the only recorded example of this type of protection in the New Testament. There is no record of the disciples picking up snakes just to prove that they were believers. That would be tempting God, and we all know you can't do that. This as well as drinking any deadly thing is a promise that if we pick up snakes accidentally or are forced into that position because of our stand for Christ, we can believe for supernatural protection. You're not going to go out there and say, hey, I'm a believer. See, I'm holding up this viper and it's not going to hurt me. That's not what they're talking about here. They're talking about if this was accidentally to step on a snake or if you were forced in a situation that is as deadly as holding a snake that you would be protected. The power that is now working in believers is the same power that worked in Christ to raise him from the dead. Everything we have as believers in Christ comes from our union with him. Therefore, that is true of him is true of us too. We have to come to share in Christ's throne, to partake in authority that the throne represents and to exercise divine power and dominion. There is no place in the New Testament that tells us to ask God to do something about the devil. Rather, we, the church, are told to do something about the devil. And we talk about this as far as what we're, uh, what we're going through here in America politically with our constitution that's being trampled every day. How many, we just talked about it last night. It is we, the people, that are going to have to stand up and do something. The same thing is here. We, the people, the body of Christ, are the ones that are going to have to be active. We cannot sit back and wait and wonder. We have to put things into action. It's that simple. And until we do, America will never be made godly again, and America will never be made great again as a default of that. We just hit 1,000 people watching, I think, the first time here on Rise Up. God bless this show. God bless this podcast and all of you who just joined in. Please do me the ever so humble favor of rumbling this video. Let's get to 500 rumbles and up next is Loud Majority. And that's when we start our political section of this network. So moving on, this is because we have been given delegated authority over the works of the enemy. God desires that the church be enlightened to this and walk in his victory. That is how that combines with our title of the day today. A lighthouse for those in the darkness. Be a lighthouse for those in the darkness. And how do you do that? Action, action, action. The same way that we need to have the we the people action about what is going on in our country with these politics that are illegitimately occupying our uh, capital right now. If we we were built on a Judeo-Christian foundation, they are currently trying to break down those Judeo-Christian pillars so that what comes out of that rubble is government control over everything. And the only way they can do that, I, I tell you this every day, the only way they can do that is if they get rid of God. 
because God is the foundation of this country. It is all intertwined and it's all interconnected, which is why I started this show every morning right before the political shows that follow. It's exactly why. It's all connected. And I want to I want to think I want to go to the Rumble chat right here. This person right here, CQ707 said fasting and prayer always a good action. Amen. Amen. That is the best comment that I have seen in the Rumble chat today. Prayer and fasting is a good way to start action. Because it is showing that you are giving and sacrificing for what you are about to accomplish or and achieve. It's truly incredible. I love it. I love it. Let's move on. Jesus Listens is our next book, ladies and gentlemen. We are getting close to the end of the year. And that's great because we get to start some new devotional books. Today, Restful Lord Jesus. I come to you seeking to find rest in your presence. We have been fighting so hard for two years, folks, haven't we? Ever since November, actually, we've been fighting hard since uh, 2015. But if we're really talking about this illegitimate tyranny that is going on in our country right now, occupying our White House, occupying our alphabet agencies, all of that, we've been fighting that for two and a half, almost three years now, so strong. Where do we get our rest and still fight? How do we still fight every day? with the armor of God on every day against evil forces, no matter if it's political, social, or cultural, how do we do that and still get rest? Well, you go back to that living water. You go back to that well that never runs dry, ladies and gentlemen. That's how you get your rest. I come to you seeking find, to find rest. How precious is it, Lord, to realize that you are thinking about me constantly. Do you know what the Bible says, folks? The Bible says the Lord loves you. The love that the Lord has for you is stronger than the mightiest waves of the ocean. The mightiest waves of the ocean can destroy this whole planet in one fail swoop if it wanted to. If you don't believe me, I know a guy who can tell you all about it. And the Lord loves you bigger than that. I long to be increasingly mindful of you. You've been teaching me that awareness of your presence can give me rest even when I'm very busy. And inner peacefulness flows out of the remembering that you are with me always. Remember that story I told you about the backpack full of bricks? And every time somebody drops a brick in, Jesus pulls it out and lightens your load? This remembrance permeates my heart, mind, and spirit, filling me with the only thing that you can get. The only thing that gives you joy is, is, is God. You can only get joy through God. You cannot find joy anywhere else. You can find happiness The observer says, all your prayers will not stop the Antichrist. Your prayers will not prophesy. Well, let me tell you this. Our prayers have already stopped the Antichrist. The Antichrist has already been beaten. We just have yet to have it play out in our human uh, linear line, our timeline. But the Antichrist has already been beaten. Jesus has already won. So for all those who who think that we are going to lose a war, we already won it over 2,000 years ago. That's why we have joy. No, you're not going to stop the Antichrist coming in this linear earth that we live in, in this time, this linear time frame. But God lives outside of time. And in God's timeline, 
He's already beat the Antichrist. He has no power here. Not over me. Not over all of you. He may have on this planet, but he doesn't have power over you. I love it. I confess that sometimes I get so focused on the problems that I see and the predictions that I hear that my joy gets buried under layers of worry and fear. When this happens, I need to bring my concerns to you and nobody else. Talking with you about each one, seeking your help and your guidance, asking you to remove those worries. As I entrust my concerns into your care and keeping joy begins to emerge again, I've learned that most effective way for me to nurture this gladness is speaking and singing praises to you, the King of glory. How did we start the show out today? Singing praises to God. That's how we started the show out today. I want to thank all the newcomers. I want to thank all the flybys that are just joining in. We are now up to 1,340 people. God is working. The gospel is spreading. The message is spreading. Joy to the world. We're on the big picture. We got that big top picture, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank Rumble as we are exclusive to Rumble. And I want to thank all of you for making a gospel-driven show, a God-driven show reach such success, and we're only getting bigger. Thank you, Rumble, for putting us on the main show. And please join me in your Rise Up Coffee, ladies and gentlemen, that you can get on JeremyHarrell.com. Here we go. Brad Burgess says the gates of hell will not prevail. Amen, brother. Amen. God wins. Be on his team, says Yamane. Let's go. Welcome all newcomers, says LFA producer. We don't live outside of time. You flippin' idiot. Yes, God does. (laughs) The observer. Oh, the observer is a lost soul. The observer is a lost soul. He doesn't get it. And I'm sorry that you don't get it, but this is the right show for you. I never said we existed outside of time. I think you need to go back and hear what I said. God exists outside of time. So God brought you here today because you are one of those lost souls that we need to reach. And I am so glad, observer, that you are here to observe and to learn. Nothing makes me more happy. Nothing makes me more happy. All right, ladies and gentlemen, every day with Jesus, December 29th, year of our Lord, 2022. Woo! Miranda Dolan says, I'm not going to sit back and do nothing. Amen. We are children of God. Onward, Christian soldier, right? We keep moving forward. The observer, the observer comes in for the first time calling people names. We love you. We love you. And you're about to observe the real word of God. Here we go. Luke 2.26, revelation knowledge. And it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. I'm just reading some of the comments still. All right. A pastor friend of mine told me that before he received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the thing that upset him the most about charismatics was what we called revelation knowledge. The observer says, I want to stop here because we need to talk to somebody in the comment section. Observer says, you need to take Satan a lot more seriously than you do. Um, No, I don't. I don't. Did Jesus take Satan seriously when he refused to do anything that he asked when he tempted him? Satan is only, have you ever heard? I understand what you're saying, observer, but let me say this to you. Have you ever heard the saying, 
The devil only has as much power as you give him. The devil has absolute zero power in my life. Zero. The devil had all the power in my life for 36 years. I get more than you can imagine. Read the prophecies. The Observer, we do that every day. So I'm glad you're here. But if you think Satan has power over you, you are sadly mistaken. If you think Satan has power over anybody who does not want Satan to have power over them, then you have not read the Bible and you've not read the prophecies. Because the Jesus Christ that I know already defeated Satan, already defeated death. The only people that succumb to Satan's power are the ones that do not have faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. It's that simple. I take God seriously. I do not take the devil seriously at all. He is a nobody to me. He's a nothing in my life. My children are not afraid of the devil. I am not afraid of the devil. My wife is not afraid of the devil. The LFA family is not afraid of Satan in any way, shape, or form. Because you want to know why? At the mere sound of the name of Jesus Christ, the devil flees like a coward, like a dog with his tail between his legs. Satan has no power over me. And that's what I'm here to do, Observer, is to help other people know the same exact thing. And I'm so glad you're here to get the real gospel. He had two doctorate degrees and had been through seminary, yet he would hear ministers like me on the radio, whom he would tell had no formal training, expound the scriptures in ways he had never heard before. That's me. That's me. I have no seminary training. I have a relationship with Jesus Christ, and that is all I need to spread the gospel. That's all you need to spread the gospel. He had said that he'd studied those same scriptures hundreds of times and had missed the simple, obvious truths that we brought out. It upset him and at the same time made him desire what we had. Observer, this is referring to you. This is why God brought you here today. Observer now says, you people are deluded, just like the scriptures say would happen in the end times. People will believe the lie. Oh, Observer, this right here, what I just read, definitely refers to you. And this is why God brought you here today. This is why God brought you here today, my friend. And I'm so glad you are here. Oh, I am so glad you are here to to get through the fog and the filter that you have had for so long, it seems like. It upset him. And at the same time, made him desire what we had. Clearly, observer and people like observer do not have inner peace. And if you don't have inner peace, then you don't have Jesus. If you're worried about the devil, you clearly are not in a relationship with Jesus. This is how Simeon operated. Quote, it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost. This wasn't something that he was taught by man. We talked about that too, didn't we? It was revelation knowledge, knowledge that did not come from observant, oh my lanta, knowledge that that did not come from observation, observer, you need more proof that God brought you here today? Because not only is this explaining exactly what you're saying in the chat, it's even got your rumble handle in here, wow, did not come from observation or instruction, but was intuitive. This revelation knowledge is available to all born-again believers who will receive the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Unbelievable. 
This is why I love having people like Observer come in because they get to experience something that they clearly have never experienced before, and that is the joy, the mercy, and the love of God. This is how incredible the show is. It's just great. Simeon had no natural way of knowing which of the thousands of babies he saw would be Christ. He simply kept his heart in tune with the Holy Spirit, and the knowledge was supernaturally imparted to him at the right time. This shouldn't be hard to believe. In nature, we see birds, fish, and animals migrate to the exact spots their parents came from without ever seeing it before. They didn't learn that in school. If God can speak to his animal creation, doesn't it make sense that he can also speak to you, observer? Listen for the voice of God on the inside of you today and ask him how to give you revelation knowledge of him and his will for your life. And do you want to know what his will is for your life? Not to be running scared and crying about the power of the devil, about the power of Satan, okay? Nowhere in the Bible does, does Jesus tell you to be afraid. Actually, nowhere in the Bible at all does it tell you to fear anything but the Lord. Hope Love says, I'm trying to get back to Jesus, only my brain and heart is stuck. Why didn't he take out Satan? Please help me understand. What do you mean, why didn't he take out Satan? You mean, why didn't Jesus kill Satan? Or why didn't God not create Satan to begin with? I'm, I, um, we'll answer the question, just uh, maybe put it in a simpler way. Um, UP Truebred or Truebreed says Ephesians 1:11 through 12 in whom also we have obtained an inheritance being predestined according to the purpose of him who worketh in all things after the counsel of his own will. Amen. Now I hope observer is still in here. I really do. I really do. Because this is a great great show for them because as they came in God was speaking directly to them. Again, nowhere in the Bible does it tell you to fear Satan, only to fear God, and not the same kind of fear that observers talking about, about fearing Satan. Not that same kind of fear. A fear is a respect of God, knowing how powerful and great God is. That is the only fear that the Bible tells you to have. Other than that, it literally says, do not fear 365 times. Now, Hope Love says, I'm so disappointed. I'm not sure why you're disappointed. I did not get your uh, second question. I did not get your second question. So, but we're here for you, Hope. We're here to help. Observer, did you leave the chat? Are you listening to Jeremy? God is helping him speak to you. Open your heart and hear the words. I hope Observer is still here. I really do. Let's go to the Rumble chat again, folks. Very, very lit uh, Rumble chat today. Uh, Eli, we still on that front page? Yeah, but I don't understand what she means, take out the devil. Kill the devil, when? Before he was even born? Like, that's what I'm trying to understand. Like, what the question is when you said, take out the devil. Are you talking about Jesus when he was in the wilderness for 40 days? Are you talking about God at any time? Like, but the reason why the devil exists is because he was, a, um, he was an angel. He was the top angel in heaven. And he was cast down. And he was cast down to be basically the God of this world, the prince of this world, whatever you want to call him, right? And he's here to really pull on that string of choice, right? God gave you a choice because without a choice, you can't have love. 
God created us in one for one reason, one reason only, for love. He created us to share his love with, share the love that he has with him. Okay, and in order for us to have love, we had to have choice. If you don't give somebody a choice, they can't love. They're a robot. And in order to have choice, uh, and in order to, again, have love, you have to have choice. And in that choice, the devil is pulling to try to make you choose to go with him. And the God is over here pulling to make you choose to do the right thing. Okay? That's why we have choice, because of love. It's that simple. So I'm not, I'm not uh, all, oh, because of all the pain and suffering. Well, pain and suffering happen because of our choice. Pain and suffering happen because of our choice. Now, pain and suffering on this earth is never going to go away as far as your earthly body is concerned. We are dying and decaying. Everything on this earth is dying and decaying. Everything. All things outer will die and decay, but inside you grow. Your life inside, your new life in Christ, that is growing every day. That's growing every single day. But your body is always going to decay. And the reason why there's death, destruction, suffering is because of sin. And the reason why we have sin is because Adam and Eve made a choice. Ray says, if trolls are here, they're here for a reason. They are seeking. Amen. A hundred percent. My heart is full of I told you so's, says Skrillet. Boom, Jeremy. Exactly. Halloween says the devil is a liar. And a good question by LLB says, do you have a Bible, Hope, Love? And, bo- and Hope, if you do not have a Bible, we will send you one for free. Shelley says, Satan knows his day is coming where he will be cast into the lake of fire. He is working nonstop to take all he can with him. Amen. He knows that. He knows that he's not going to be around forever. But Hope, if you are looking for a Bible, we will get you one. And this show is on five days a week at 9 a.m. Eastern time every day. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get to the end of the show. And the end of the show, we, we uh, read the morning newsletter that I sent out at 7 a.m. And, uh, and then we pick back up on that on my 11 o'clock show. Okay? So, let's go to the morning uh, newsletter today. Because it was a good one. Give me one second here. <clears throat> All right, ladies and gentlemen, I titled the morning newsletter the same thing I titled this show today, and that is be a lighthouse for those in the darkness, okay? 2 Corinthians 4, 1 through 6. Therefore, having this ministry by the mercy of God, we do not lose heart, but we have renounced disgraceful, underhanded ways. We refuse to practice cunning or to tamper with God's word, but by the open statement of the truth, we would commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. Observer, I hope you're still here. Because if something is veiled to you and you can't see it, it's veiled because you are perishing. You are not being saved. In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For what we proclaim to in, is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, with ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For God who said, let light shine out of darkness, has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God 
in the face of Jesus Christ. So when people ask, why do I see no joy in this world? Why do I see no um, uh, love in this world and no compassion in this world? And where do I go to find it? Where can I find this stuff? You can find it in the Holy Spirit, right within you. You are the light that those people that are lost at sea in the darkness need. Without you, there is no hope. Without you, there is no love. There is no joy. There is no nothing. You need to bring them the gospel. You are that lighthouse. Hope, love. Here's what I want you to do. Go to jeremyharrell.com. I'm going to put it in the title, or I'm going to put it in the comment section right now, okay? You go to jeremyharrell.com. You scroll down to the bottom of the page where it says get a free Bible. You put in there uh, what you want. We'll get you an easy-to-read Bible so you can understand it well. You put your address in, and you'll get it free of charge. And then you'll be able to go through the Bible with us every day right here at 9 a.m. Eastern Time on Rise Up. Now, I want to talk to you real quick before I let you go. Today, the conversation and the debate was awesome. Was awesome. Skrillet says, I just find that the devil is more realistic. The devil is only as real as you want him to be. Put it that way. I love the debate. I love the talk. I love the conversation back and forth. But what I love even more is when somebody like Hope Love, Hope Love, I mean, if that isn't a name seeking God, I don't know what is. She is gonna, she's now going to get a Bible from us. We might have saved, helped save a soul today. Just one. And if we can help save one soul every day, we can't ask for anything more. And Observer, if you are listening, I hope you join us tomorrow for another episode of Rise Up. For the rest of the day, all of the other shows here on LFA TV are all political, and it's just getting started. Ladies and gentlemen, coming up next, Loud Majority, right from the great state of New York, followed by Live from America with yours truly, followed by Unafraid with Mike Crispy, followed by Anna Perez, um with her show wrong thing. So I, I pray that you guys will, um, I pray that you guys will join and and stay for those shows. And, uh, again, I'll see you at, uh, 11 o'clock AM Eastern time for my show live from America. Ladies and gentlemen, until then, remember there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I will see you guys at 11 a.m. Until then, I'll let you go out with the same way you came in. Casting crowns. Only Jesus. God bless you guys. See you later. To make a name the world remembers But Jesus is the only name to remember And I